Angie and Carly, two moms with two kids and two different types of cancer, lung and breast. They first met back in 2003 as AmeriCorps Promise Fellows in Boston, Massachusetts as struggling college graduates trying to find their way. Fast forward 16 years later, Angie's in Switzerland and Carly's in London, and they find their friendship reunited by cancer. Join these moms as they navigate through what it takes to heal themselves while raising kids in an expat world. Hi, Angie. How's it going? Not so great, actually. I uh... Oh, no. Oh, no. What's up? I just, I threw up. <laughs> you threw up. Oh, dear. But um, it's because I came home from the hospital. I should say, I got kicked out of the hospital, okay? After okay, how do, you get, how do you get kicked out of the hospital? That's what I want to know. <laughs> I was supposed to come home tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And then yesterday, a nurse comes in my room in a hazmat suit and <laughs> head cover. And she's like, you know, with the long Q-tip. And she's like, okay, we got to, you know, take a COVID test. It's like a COVID test for what? And she was like, um, the COVID? A patient, yeah, <laughs> a patient on your floor was tested positive for COVID last night. And oh, that place wow. has been admitted a week ago. Like you all have to test for COVID tests before even getting, um, you know, before being admitted into the hospital. So yeah, so somebody he got he caught it from a guest or a visitor or something. So right, yeah. So they gave it to me, and then they were like, "You have to stay in your room until we get the results back, which would be like this evening." And I was like, "What?" Wow. And I felt like I was in a prison. And then the doctor comes back, yeah. and then the doctor she's like, she's like, "Actually, it's safer if you're home. So just go." So, yeah, yeah. And that's something you don't normally hear about the hospital. Actually, it's safer if you're home. I know, yeah. They're like, they're like it's okay. safer. So, so the, they came, they got me a wheelchair, like we packed all my stuff. And you know, I felt like, you know, like when the, like those reality TV shows where, the, you know, you have like a destination somewhere you're going in secret, like quickly pack your bags and go. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I felt like that, except like I knew I was going home and it was because I was getting kicked out of the hospital. So they, yeah. I got, you know, I got a cab and yeah, and I went home. Um, yeah. Oh, wow. Isn't it also like a strange feeling when they're like, don't leave your room. It's like when you tell the children off, like, go to your room. Exactly. <laughs> you so I tell you. It was, it was so funny because the day before that, I hadn't left my room. I spent like the whole entire day in my room and then and right. I was fine with it. And then the next day she's like, don't leave your room. And all of a sudden I'm like, no. No, <laughs> even though you hadn't left in the first place. Oh, <laughs> yeah, goodness yeah, gracious. So, yeah, so back to why I threw up, right? Okay, so mm. then um, the night, so the kids were all happy that I was home. We surprised them, picking them up from camp because they thought I was going to come tomorrow. So you know, they're like, Mama, you're home. I was like, yeah, you know, I'm home. Things are good now. So they were like, okay, so, you know, it's over. It's finished. Like, no more cancer. I was like, yeah, no. That's yeah, like, no. <laughs> And how it goes, but you know, the, the doctors found no cells, no active cells detected. So that's that's major news. Major, major news. Yeah, well, why don't you tell our listeners um what what you had exactly? Because they probably I don't think we've let oh, them in on it, have oh, we? Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I have to keep going like flashbacks, flashbacks, flashbacks. Um <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I yeah, had, yeah. I had um I went into the hospital because I had a drain put in four months ago. Um, after my radiation was done and the drain was because my lungs kept accumulating fluid and they just wouldn't come out on its own. 
So I had the drain cleaned. Mm. Nurses were coming into to the house like every two, three days to drain it. Then it spaced it out. And, and then I started doing the chemo and the water started spacing out. So I didn't, I was scheduled to have the drain removed like next week anyway, but it was okay. hurting so much. And I was just so like fed up with it. I just went to the hospital. I was like, look, I'm not leaving until somebody takes this drain out. <laughs> Damn straight, right? Yeah, basically, yeah, basically they did. But then I developed a huge bump where the radiation was like I look like the hunchback of Notre Dame or something but underneath it is quite a big bump actually big bump yeah Yeah, yeah I sent you the picture yeah you saw it so yeah um, yeah so they did biopsies they did um scans and they couldn't figure out like what it was because the doctors were sure that it was like the cancer progressing they're like you know it's that's not what you want to hear but they were saying you know they couldn't think of why the same site that I had the radiation, I have this bump and it's progressing. But the the they did two biopsies in like within 10 days. And they did like scans and they did blood tests and like I had no fever. So they were just all like, what's going on? You know, we we don't know, but something's going on here. And yeah, and you kind of um you kind of checked yourself into hospital to try to rest up yeah, a bit relax yeah. from the pain. Exactly. I kept, going, I kept going in and they kept saying, you know, well, we don't know. But and then at home, you know, you have all these responsibilities and stuff. I was just like, look, so I went back to the hospital and I was like, look, I'm not leaving here until we figure out what this bump is. <laughs> yeah. And that must have been quite frustrating as well or quite hard because then they were talking about cancer again, weren't they? So yeah. then you're like, and oh, my gosh. And I just finished my chemo. Like my chemo yeah. wasn't even done. I'm, I was still technically a week away from officially finishing. So I was like, exactly. how is this possible? They're like, you know, it's either cancer or an infection uh, or some kind of um, inflammation thing going on. But I had no fever. Um, you know, scans were coming back negative. So, yeah, they were all troubled. And then, you know, they did another scan, another biopsy, and they ran some more tests and spoke to other doctors. So their theory is that when I had the radiation, you know, like with the dead tissues, cells yeah. and everything, so um, basically, it's it's fibrosis due to necrosis. <laughs> the fat, fat necrosis. <laughs> so basically, like, yeah. So you know, necrosis is like you know death of like cells yeah. and tissues and stuff. And so that's what happens yeah. when you do the radiation. And then fibrosis is like where you have like accumulation of mass. You know, women have fibroids. Like I had fibroids. Um, I had fibroid surgery when I was 19, actually. But, you know, okay. fibroids are like the benign tumor cells. Um, yeah. Like mass that, yeah. So it's yeah, yeah. like that. So they're saying, you know, unfortunately, it's irreversible. Um, right. But I can get maybe the swelling to go down and um, to help with the pain because it's super painful. It's sitting on a nerve. So, like, my whole left side is just, like a pain mm-hmm. to deal with but so I'm on prednisone I'm on morphine I'm on CBD I'm on, I want all these <laughs> a cocktail of drugs I kind of yeah. feel like I kind of feel like you know the president right now you know when he's you're, about, you're back like, on <laughs> you're back on steroids aren't you back on the roids any roid rage yet any yeah. roid rage so but that's the thing so like in the hospital you know you have a nurse that comes all the time with your medication and you know they have yeah. to give you like your anti-nausea pills before but it has to be 30 minutes before you eat and then you have to take like the morphine at this time and that so but yeah when you get home it's you have to remember that and and I had breakfast this morning and I forgot um that I had breakfast before I remembered no what was it yeah I couldn't take the pill because I had already eaten. So 
So <laughs> that sounds like something I would do, Angie. I, <laughs> Couldn't remember. But was, the thing was like my so because like my I went to sleep in the guest room because the kids were you know they were like no I could I could feel they had a cold coming on and Amaya right. and my daughter she was like suppressing it you know she was like suppressing her cough and she was just like no I don't have a cold I'm not sick I'm like it's okay you know like the sooner we deal with it the better and because you know with prednisone your immune system is so low so you right, have to yeah. make sure okay. that you know yeah you keep so when people cough you don't know if it's like COVID or a cough <laughs> like, <and then laughs> now I need to cough actually because my throat's getting dry <laughs> just talking about it yeah but like she came, she came to my room at four o'clock in the morning like coughing and sneezing and blowing her nose and tissues everywhere and she's like mama I'm sick I need a cuddle and oh, my heart was just ripping because I wanted to hold her and cuddle her so bad and it's like I, I can't because so I, I chased her out the room with Lysol. <laughs> oh dear. Okay. I was like, I was like, sorry, you have to, you have to leave. But I, you know, I cuddled her from the back and it made her some tea yeah. and, and everything. So I was just so busy this morning, like, you know, with the kids and breakfast and all that stuff that I for, yeah, my whole pill regimen got messed up. And as, uh, yeah, in conclusion, I ended up throwing up. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, because it's it's easy um it's easy to forget, isn't it, with these tablets, especially after chemo or during chemo or even on like steroids or whatever have you, it's difficult to remember what to do. And I, I mean, I remember just messing it up quite often actually, and I couldn't actually remember, you know, things like where I put my phone or you know just <laughs> random things. Yeah, <laughs> I can remember like what I've done a second ago, and it just totally did not phase me. Like I was like, yeah, no idea, <laughs> couldn't remember. <laughs> Um, so it's almost like my mind went blank and I guess, you know, that would be like, you know, it's just a, a very, very strange feeling. And then people would always say, oh, but I do that all the time too. I forget things. And I was like, oh, okay, I've never done this before like that. <laughs> Neither, no, but um, this is a it was, different kind of forget. <laughs> this is like a whole new level, you know? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it kind of prepares you, I suppose, if you one were to get dementia or whatever, it kind of gives you a better understanding about other illnesses where people forget things yeah yeah (laughs) because I am yeah I totally forgot but it must feel really good to be back um at home really with children 10 times times over I mean you realize hello hello I'm here yep you realize (laughs) just how much you do at home when you're away like yeah but still like just being it doesn't take away from like being with you know your husband and your kids and just family and just like the hospital doesn't provide that warmth, the the coziness, the it's all just clinical and I mean they have to be, but still. Mm, yeah, the hospital kind of has that feeling like something I don't know, like something you would see in the movies, really, where it's just as you said, lacking the warmth, <laughs> lacking yeah. the friendliness, lacking all sorts of things, and then you get home and you can kind of just. I guess breathe again, really, kind of relax, and then you're like, "Oh dear, I need to do this, this, yeah, and this." Like, and then you forget. <laughs> Wait a minute, I'm not here to relax. Actually, I can't relax. <laughs> I gotta do laundry. No, no, I'm not gonna do laundry. I have no, but I did have to like throw everything in the wash because I was like, "Oh my gosh, in the hospital, COVID, gotta throw everything." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely gotta throw it in. Right. Yeah, but I, I, like, I remember just like, okay, I'd be going to the hospital to try and get away, not to get away, but I would say, you know, I'd stay in the hospital. I'd be like, "Yeah, this is my hotel. This is my spa." That sort of a thing. And then obviously you forget that they come in like every 10 seconds to check on you. Yes. <laughs> you actually don't get any rest. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I was good because I was taking so much medication and they had to be spaced out. 
Yeah. <laughs> During the day, they would come in literally every hour, maybe even every 30 minutes. And then from, from eight o'clock, they would come at eight, 10, midnight, two, four, six. Like it was just constant for two weeks. And I was just like, oh, my, I, oh. I have to leave the hospital. Otherwise, I'm not going to be able to sleep. Yeah, that's it. You go in. That's what I'm saying. Like you were going in with lots and lots of pain, like extreme pain. And you were tired because you weren't able to sleep because of the pain. And then you go back in the hospital thinking your pain medication is going to be managed properly, yeah. which it wasn't all the time. No. <laughs> and then, um, oh, yeah. and, and then, and then you can't sleep because everybody's checking on you. So yeah. you must be exhausted. Exhausted. <laughs> and then they give you prednisone. Yep. And now you're on a, a fast talker. <laughs> so what, what are you doing at night when you're up all night angie oh i'm gonna i'm gonna write that book guys you're gonna hold me accountable you heard it here on mommy had a little cancer podcast <laughs> you're gonna write that book because you're i mean at least you don't sound like you've got rage you sound very cheerful very friendly you know you're not coming up with any crazy ideas like some other people have in the in the media <laughs> on steroids well it's so um day two huh give me some time yeah, yeah, yeah. So obviously talking about the rush, like being home, things to do, so on and so forth, being on the steroids, which, you know, makes you run around. <laughs> or like you might think in your head that you're running around, but you're not. <laughs> but, but it gives you that that sensation. Um, I guess, have you shouted at anybody yet? Or <laughs> Oh, yeah. But, you know, we're keeping this a family-friendly show, so... Okay, yeah, that is it. Okay, that was just my just my question. I I used to get a bit shouty, like yeah. just a bit like short. But you know what? Thankfully, a... you know the doctors provided, um, you know, warning, fair warning. They told me like fair warning, and my husband was there in the room too. They were like, "Look, the, the, the two main things about this is gonna make you, um, it's not gonna make you. Yeah, you're gonna be an insomniac. You're you're not gonna sleep." Yep. Oh, not not going to sleep, but you're going to have a really hard time sleeping. And you're going to be, in their words, a bit agitated. A bit. What does that mean? They're like, you know, just agitated and more sensitive to things and hyper. And I was, and then I was just like to my husband, okay, you hear that? I, I'm getting a pass here. <laughs> Dr. <Borders>. <laughs> Might as well let it all out if you were in the room at the same time. <laughs> just get any, anything you need to, and then just call it blame on the steroids. Yeah. I mean, I think Donald Trump did that as well, so it yeah. kind of works out. Then he got he got away with it. So what about you? Yeah. The bad, I voted. I I sent in my ballot. I'm not saying I voted for Trump. Uh, actually, I can say that right. I did not vote for Trump. I don't care. Yeah, like, we're, not, we're not we're not a political we're, we're not a political, yeah, we're not a political podcast, podcast, but obviously so need to take a stand and they need to know when we support a racist or not. And I don't support a racist. I don't support Donald Trump. Whatever. Right. That's that's true. That's that. Me. <laughs> through that um, um yeah that that's a good thing actually but obviously you have in common that you both have taken steroids which is interesting but obviously as the steroids kind of wear down or what have you or maybe they won't it'll probably be as, as long as you're on them or what have you um i think we were going to talk a bit about sweating <laughs> which we were discussing um i guess the other day and um so this whole like cancer thing, like with being on different drugs, having chemo, all these sort of things, it oftentimes brings up hot blushes, doesn't it? Oh. And, and I mean, something that springs to mind um, is obviously Sex in the City. You've watched Sex in the City, haven't you? I've seen, I, I mean. I, when did it come off air? I forget, but yeah, I, I was a- Ages I ago. was a, religious, a long time ago. I was a religious <laughs> Sex in the City 
watcher. Okay, yeah. So anyway, you remember when uh, Samantha got breast cancer or what have you, and um, I just remember her giving a speech somewhere at some sort of gala event, and she was just drenching oh, like yes, it's wet. And she had her wig on. She had her wig on. <laughs> it was just like, <laughs> yeah, it was just like, yeah. whoa. Um, yeah, so have you ever felt felt that along your journey um, with the, have, uh, the sweat? That, has, that happened to me yesterday, to be exact. Oh, dear. I went to the pharmacy <laughs> to pick out meds, and I didn't even have a wig on. Like, it was just my... Oh, what kind of meds were you picking out? That's, a, that's what I want to well, know. yeah, my morphine meds. <laughs> Your morphine. Okay. Um, I was just sweating. Like, the pharmacist was just looking at me like I had three eyes. Because, <laughs> like, sweat was just drenching down my whole head, my whole body. And, and I was just like, why... I felt like a faucet. Like I'm not a sweater. I don't. I. I'm not, even I'm not a sweater. I like it. <laughs> no, I'm not a piece of clothing. But no, I'm not a person who sweats. <laughs> and also, you know, right, I, right. I used to run cross country, do track, and I would barely sweat after two, three miles. So, you know, for right, me, yeah. sweating like this was just like, what is this? Like, is this is this normal? This, I don't, I don't know. Like. For you, like, did you sweat as much? And are you still sweating? I'm still doing. I'm still actually just picturing you in my head. <laughs> You're in the shop getting your, um, your pain medication, which some people get addicted to. And obviously, obviously, you're you're a bit thinner now, aren't you? As well, so they probably are judging you, like, you know, probably thinking you're a junkie or what have you. Um, but yeah, I'm just picturing that. And um, oh yeah, I I, I used to sweat actually. Um, so suppose it was after the chemo actually I guess I would call it like chemo sweats like even during the chemo and, and one of the drugs I was on I think it was Fecti I was just sweating so much like in my bed at night it was just yucky yeah. and then um but it had this like um sort of chemical smell to it so it was like this okay so, it's like so that it's smell not, not sort me. of feel it's not just me because I was noticing that too like well a why am I sweating so much and b why does it have this like particular funky not funky but just like a distinct odor to it. Yeah, but it's like an odor that no one else would be able to yeah. smell. So the only way I can sort of describe it, and I mean, not everybody can relate to this, but some people can, is like when you have chemo and you've got the drug going through your system, even when they flush it with water, to be honest, that sort of does gives you the same feel. Mm. But you kind of feel something's going through your body and you can kind of feel a sensation and you can kind of... I don't know, it just kind of could smell it. Like it just brought back that sort of sensory sort of thing with me. Um, but anyway, no one else could smell it. So it was just like a chemical sort of whatever that was in my body. <laughs> and I guess it was just me wait, being are, with wait, it. But are people... you sure nobody else can smell it? Or... <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, I'm just saying that. I don't know. <laughs> but um, but um, yeah, the sweat. Yeah, the sweat. Yeah. So it with um. So hot flushes. So I'm in the menopause now, so I get hot flushes and one of the other drugs sort of agitates it and you sweat a bit more. But it, um, yeah, it was just like, I remember being in a shop one time and I was in the queue and I don't even know if I was on steroids or not, but so queue is like in the line yeah, for those like, that oh, don't wait. know. I was, like, you, you, I was counting, you, you said two British vocabulary words. You said, you call them hot flushes? Oh, hot flushes, yeah, that's sort of, America, I guess it, yeah. we say hot what flashes. Do they call it? Oh, hot yes. flashes. Oh, yeah, that's yes. funny. Oh, I didn't, didn't think of that. Okay. Yeah. And, yeah, see, I've, I've lived here too long. Now, that's good to know, actually. Hot flash, hot yes. flash, hot flash, hot yeah. flash. Um, but anyway, <laughs> I was in the shop, 
and I was getting, I was starting to get agitated because the key was going really slow. And then I just started like thinking about, oh, I need to get out of here because I need to rush. And then like, I just started sweating. And then the more I thought about it, the more I kept sweating. <laughs> and I was in a coat and I was like, I really can't strip down because I've not really worn appropriate clothes underneath this big jacket. <laughs> so there I was like, oh my gosh. But it's just that feeling like, um, yeah, if you're in situations where you can't get out of it, it's, it's really yeah, annoying. It's almost like yeah. new... <laughs> But it almost gives you that feeling like, say, if you go for a job interview and, you know, those little bit of nerves that you get before, yeah. you get that sort of feeling and then it just kicks off. But, um, yeah, I mean, I've had sweat throughout. Um, I think it's sort of died down now, actually. So I don't really sweat too much. So much like when you were running cross country or what have you, um, similar state. But I've noticed and it, it's quite strange, actually. So I had my all of my lymph nodes out underneath my right armpit. Mm -hmm. Sorry if that's too much information, everybody. I think, <laughs> um, I think we've well passed the too much information. Threshold. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's true. That's true. We're talking about sweat, aren't we? <laughs> I, we even talked about poo in that episode, remember? Like whenever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was episode, like, yeah, so, that's yeah, true. We, we've passed okay, the threshold. Okay. <laughs> we passed that. Okay, we have yeah. passed that, guys. And we passed that. But yeah, under my, so because I've had my lymph nodes out, and I don't even know if it's linked to, any any of the treatments that I had or what have you but um yeah I don't really sweat underneath my right armpit <laughs> it's a bit strange oh um it's a bit strange yeah. and even like with the um I suppose the other stranger thing and again this is like too much information as well but like the hair underneath the armpit like it grows a bit but not too much if that makes sense yeah. so it doesn't keep up with the other side oh so it's just all a bit strange have, but like, I don't know if it's side. so one side is longer than, than the other yeah, yeah. So it's um, yeah, it's a bit strange. I mean, that's fine actually. That's a good thing actually, because it's less to think yeah. about or what have yeah. you. But I would say now, like, I don't sweat. Definitely, you know, not not too much really. Um, but then I have gone through phases where I have had lots of hot flushes, and they do vary actually. So I'm not saying I'm hot flush free or hot flush free. <laughs> that's not the case. But I mean, there were some real moments where I was really drenched, yeah. and I think yeah. the hot flushes kick off. I think probably when I drink coffee like more coffee or just at various yeah. moments but it doesn't um I don't I get them throughout the day I guess you could say but I'm kind of used to them now yeah. I think that's the difference I like to think of it as but, my yeah. body um getting rid of the toxins so yeah like, okay, yeah if yeah I'm gonna sweat then you know it's I'm sweating out all the negative toxins so you know might as well make some good <laughs> out of this yeah yeah and I mean the thing with that as well like obviously you've just had chemo and I think I mean I I think I told you that that's pretty I remember that happening to me as well and then there's this whole other thing which we'll probably delve on a topic one day just like the menopause <laughs> and that's when people hot flushes mm. so you're kind of at the stage where you're just finishing chemo you'll see how your body gets moving again so to speak <laughs> um yeah um and ideally you're not ideally you're not in the menopause no, or what well, have you I that mean, would be I, the great thing to talk about TMI again I haven't had my I have yes <laughs> I haven't had my period yeah there you June. go I um so and okay. I, and I yeah, yeah. Doctors, and, and they're just like, yeah, we don't know. It'll come back. Maybe, maybe it'll come back. Maybe it won't. We don't know. <laughs> so yeah, and I think that that kind of leads into another discussion about obviously, um, you know, doctors. I think we talked about it last podcast, but really just doctors, you know, addressing fertility yeah. and that yeah. sort of thing um, early on in in the cancer process. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, fingers crossed for you, Angie. If no, not, I mean, if I, I mean, if you join. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, yeah yeah I suppose you've got you've got some of the symptoms that come with yeah, it already the like the hot flushes, that's, that's hot flushes. Like, 
it would be fine if it was just like, okay, no more periods, yay! But no, I get the cramps, I get the <laughs> like the ring of fire, I get all of that, just not the actual thing. And I'm just yeah, like, oh, yeah, yeah. I don't want the symptoms either. But you know. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I think I think the menopause would be great if there were no symptoms to roll with it, like to go with it. <laughs> It'd be yeah, great. I, yeah. <laughs> would be like the ideal situation and I mean everybody's in different situations so I'm just saying like obviously in an ideal world that would be the case after you were finished having children and everybody had what they wanted yeah. um that would sort of work out um I but yeah you, but so anyway um, how yeah um, sure. the charity the breast cancer month is going for you again I know last podcast we talked about you know breast cancer awareness and, and stuff but it's coming to a close because you know we're coming to the end of October so is there like a big yeah well, no, now they can't even do like a big gala or like marathon or anything because, yeah, COVID. But um, yeah. I don't know. Do you have like anything planned for the next week or to close out off the month? Um, yeah, well, um, I was going to log into actually and I forgot about it. Speaking of forgetting, um, there's a charity called Future Dreams. They were doing, I think it was Future Dreams or one of the charities. Sorry, guys, I'm just terrible with remembering things randomly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But um, the uh, yeah, so they were doing like an online event last night, I believe, at seven. But obviously, I had to put the kids to bed and things like that, so just not the ideal time. <clears throat> but I'm going to see if I can watch the replay. Mm -hmm. But <clears throat> I think they played, so they had like music by Emily Sanday oh, in it. Her. So I don't know. If, yeah, <laughs> love her, and I don't know if um, I don't know if she sang out loud or what. Like, I don't know if she sang live or anything like that, but it was music was played, you know, mm -hmm. her music was played. And then Elizabeth Hurley, who was in um, those, um, do you know she Elizabeth Hurley? Cancer, she right? was in. Or did she? No, she hasn't actually, but she's oh, very supportive okay. of the breast cancer community, which is lovely. I feel offended if you, like if Elizabeth or Hurley, if you're listening to this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Would you okay, feel yeah. offended if, if I said you had breast cancer and you didn't? Like, you know. Um, like, like example, if, if you thought, Hurley, like, right? I just said, I said, oh, yeah, didn't she have cancer? And you're like, no, she's just active and supportive in it. Like, I wonder, like, if Elizabeth Hurley herself, if she would feel offended if we, quote, unquote, accused her of having cancer, not accused her, but just, you know, said, like, oh, didn't she have cancer? Said, like, what would her reaction be? I, um, think for me I don't, I don't. I don't think her, I don't think she would be. I think maybe she would say, "Okay, you associate the work that I do for breast mm -hmm. cancer, um, and that is a good thing." So then she's yeah. obviously putting herself out there and raising yeah. awareness. Yeah, sure, so sure. it's, um, but yeah, so it seemed like it would be a good event. And then some other people that are in sort of the breast cancer world um, that are, you know are some of our followers on Instagram and that I follow as well, or we follow as well. Um, so yeah, it looked like actually a really good event, and I just totally. <laughs> I just can't manage a seven o'clock bedtime. I mean, it's just not happening. Not. The fact that you can even, no, your kids don't go to sleep at seven, right? No, we had this conversation. No, no, that would yeah. never happen. <laughs> that was it's too early. That's when you're eating. That's just family time. That's like, it's not a very good um, family friendly time for. Uh... Yeah, I think, I think when, you know, people do events, they do tend to be like, say if it was an evening event, it would be at yeah. about that time that you would go to. And I just, I totally forgot about it. So I should have, you know, I should have remembered to be honest, yeah. but hey. But anyway, yeah. So that event was going on. I was going to join in. Um, I think this year I'm probably not going to do any events myself. I'll probably do one like when things clear up with COVID and things yeah. like that, um, because I like the personal aspects of just talking okay. to people and things like that in person. 
Um, but obviously we do awareness work on our Instagram mm-hmm. and things like that. And I'm, you know, keeping big into sort of making sure money um, is coming towards research, like with the secondary stuff, you know, with the MP that mm-hmm. I told you about. But um, yeah, I don't think I'll be doing anything major, major, major um, this time around because of... Yeah. I kind of do work, but yeah. I'm not it, making it, way, Carly, you know, this every day. an event. Like, you know, this isn't like... <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I'm, yeah, it's just, we do this every day, yeah. I mean, yeah, I've always, you know, so I do awareness work, but I'm not going to buy into yeah. the month, so to speak, <laughs> yeah. if that makes sense. Because I'm going to be making it like a, a year-long yeah. thing, not just a one-month one sort of thing. But you're going to be doing um some work for lung cancer month yeah, which is next month, month aren't you things, some projects lined up i will keep you guys posted mm. on that um mm. but yeah the- yeah i'm looking forward to that so that will be good and i i think i had mentioned before that it's also national foster care month but i mean obviously we need to raise awareness of lung cancer and get the awareness out there really it's really really yeah. important um, but I can't wait to hear what you're up to, actually. That's yeah, going to be really exciting, super duper yeah, cool. Exciting news, exciting announcements. Um, but yeah, I think I'm just happy to be home. Just going to find some time to nap today before the kids come. I have, I'm getting um, reflexology and massage today and acupuncture tomorrow. Ooh, lovely. And then I think I'll give myself a, oh, wow. a nice little baking soda bath. <laughs> Oh, why are you going to do a baking soda bath? I've not really added that to myself yes. there. What's that all about? A baking soda bath. <laughs> no, um, what does it do then? Does yeah, it help it the skin? Also, or like, it also toxins. It helps the skin. Exactly. Okay. It makes like the skin smoother. Like, you know, I take a, I take like a, okay. a washcloth when I'm in the bath. And so first I just like, I put like a little bit of essential oils, like a drop of like lavender and um, you know, just okay. like to calm my senses and just to relax, and then the baking soda, the baking soda, do its work. You actually don't even need a lot. I put like, I just put a spoonful, okay. and then the rest is just um, bath water. And and I haven't been able to take a bath in like six months, so it just feels so nice. Oh yeah, to be able because oh, because you've got the yeah. the drain out. Yeah. Oh, such a, uh, it was such a pain. Um, Oh, that must have been, I mean, now I'm just thinking about that. That must have been, because I remember when I had a drain, yeah. it was a real pain to try and like yeah. wash up, really. Yeah. Real pain. So. Oh, Andy, that's a long yeah. time to yeah. be. I told my, I told my mom, yeah, that's that's a... like, what? You didn't take a shower for six months? I was like, that's not what I said. You can still. I haven't taken a bath. That's different than a shower. Yeah, I mean, you can still wash up in, in yeah. other ways, really, can't you? But yeah, that's really, that's really annoying for you and really tricky. So you've yeah. done well with that, actually. Mm-hmm. So um, does that mean that you could probably yes, go swimming I at can, one I stage or maybe not? Buy, yeah, I'm free to swim now. So that's up there. But the okay. weather is cool. not very swimmable weather. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't suggest you swim in an outdoor pool in Switzerland, Andy. There are swimmers here. People swim in the in Lake Geneva year round. So, okay, yeah. do they? Okay, yeah, I think they do a bit of that here. Actually, they've actually got something called an outdoor Lido, which is just like mm-hmm. an outdoor pool, and they keep it open um, throughout the year. Um, obviously, depending on funding and things like that, and people rush in. And I mean, I when I used to swim, I remember swimming <laughs> when um. Say, for example, if the, the boiler or the heating system broke in the pool, we still have our swimming um, oh, wow. practice. 
and boy and boy like you dive into that and that is like a rush of blood to the head (laughs) wow so that is that is not for me not for me I'm telling you even with hot flushes I don't think I could warm up (laughs) enough to keep it going um but yeah so self-care on the cards today sounds really great um reflexology is really nice isn't it it's just so relaxing and you think it's relaxing nothing's happening or you know he's like he's not doing anything like what is this he's just like gently touching your feet and the next thing you know I'm like snoring yeah (laughs) yeah yeah I actually I mean I have a hard time relaxing because that's just who I am (laughs) and even more so when on steroids and whatever else and um like I was I think when I first had it the first few times I would just keep chatting (laughs) the whole time and then I, I just couldn't stop chatting. And then I was like, okay, actually, I need to just sit and yeah. relax. <laughs> and it was really actually hard for me. Like, I'm not I'm not very good at, like, massage or any of that sort of stuff because I can't sit still. And I don't like people touching me or whatever. But then I was like, okay, I'll give in to this. And then when I did finally relax, it was towards the end oh. and it was time to go. But, but, <laughs> but, but then you, find, you got the But it is actually. And then you're like, now you know for next time. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, it'd probably be like, I'd have to have a few and then get <laughs> get back into the groove. But you would think that I would know for next time. But yeah, that's, um. but yeah, reflexology is quite interesting. Like just those other, you know, ways to sort of relax or what have you with essential oils or having a bath or just chilling out. Um, I think it's, yeah. it's really important, isn't it? Especially just in life yeah. in general. But, um, and I think with, you know, being moms and stuff, that's a bit that we sometimes just yeah. push to the side. Like I really need to paint my fingernails, <laughs> but I mean, yeah, you know. When am I going to do that? My fingernails, because with a disinfectant, it comes off. Like every time you put disinfectant in, it will just come off. It's like, what's the point? So. Oh, I've not realized that actually. Maybe that's why my nail polish is not staying staying on. And I'm sure you're. It's a disinfectant. Oh, that's that's good to know actually. Um, Well, it was really it was really lovely talking to you today, Angie. I'm really happy to hear that you're home and you're relaxing and. And meeting up with the kids and, and fingers crossed your daughter's um cold um goes away or what have you and then you can have more quality cuddly time and you don't have to think about <laughs> you know yeah the whole germ yeah. situation um which is not something that most people yeah. think about is it they're yeah. just like yeah protects, okay like, but obviously that, you've got to think about it most, and that's when they're the most vulnerable when they're sick you know you rub their stomach you make them you know chicken soup and and all this and it's like ah you know she's She's expecting that. That's the one thing you could look forward to. And then it's like, sorry, I can't deliver. But... Yeah. But I mean, there's there's other ways to show love, isn't there? It doesn't necessarily have to be that way. You can, you know, make, maybe write her a little love yeah. note or something oh, yeah, and um, put it on her bed. Or, um... or, you know, cuddle from yeah. the feet up or something. Yeah. And... <laughs> Yeah, and they kind of they kind of get used to yeah. the changes as well. But then when you can go back to it, it just makes it so much better. So yeah. so amazing. Um, okay. Cool. Well, yeah, just take it easy. And I I don't think you'll be able to take it easy on the steroids, but um, just chill out if you can. Um, and don't don't do any press conferences or anything. All right. Okay. All right. I'll take your advice, <laughs> Talk to you later. Bye. Okay. Bye. 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 Cracking Cancer Chit Chat is where we are at, folks. Keeping it real and letting you in on how we really feel. It ain't easy for us, and we hope you never join our cancer team. Know what we mean? But if you or yours do, we're here for you. So check yourself and be the best version of 
you. It's all, it's all you, you can, can do. do. Bye, okay. Angie. Yeah. Bye. That, was, that wasn't too bad, actually.